welcome to episode 97 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast's Bladder Chatter, an unedited, unscripted chat about horror movies. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. Good morning, evening. Good morning, indeed. Uh, Dan, what have you been doing? Um, I haven't been doing much. I've basically just been doing what I did last time. You asked me. I've just been doing my book. Yeah. Um, just ch- chugging through that. Just uh, I've I've penciled it completely, and I've inked and coloured about around about sixty pages of the hundred and thirty six or whatever it is. Yep. Um, I sent it off to my agent finally, and she's just all like. Yeah, yeah, cool. You have to take out these certain bits that are obviously like, you know, of course, yes. there's bits in it with like people getting stabbed yeah. and sorted through the chest. And it's just like they're, they're, the only weapons you can use in kids' books are weapons that don't exist. Yes. So if a kid can go grab whatever weapon that you're using from a drawer and then and they see someone stabbing it, you can't use that. So I changed my, like, I had a saw that someone got their arm sawn off. I changed that to... A stegosaurus. Yep, that's great. So it cut it off, you know, with the spines on its back. Yeah, of course. And person got rammed through the guts with a giant pair of scissors. I changed that into a shark. Which I love. And it chomped through them. Any, any kind of aquatic horror. There's lots of aquatic horror in my thing. I There's know. like giant fish people. and You've got the anglerfish. And then they were like, and I was like, cool, cool. So there's a bit where they get sucked up a nose and they get exited out a bum. Yeah. <laughs> and like, she was like, it's a bit full on, but like, it doesn't really make sense, does it? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, Why would you go up a nose and come out a bum? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to keep it in there. And then she, uh, we like test drove it with two 10 year olds. And the yeah. thing that they said is like, why did they go up a nose and come out a bum? It just doesn't make sense. And they no. couldn't get their head around it. And then they were like, I don't like, because they, they thought themselves as the main characters and they didn't like the idea of them coming in and out of a bum hole. It just, they just didn't like it. Okay. Like, and I was like, okay, you know what? That's enough for yeah. me to. So I just changed it to like they went up a nose and came out another nose in a different dimension. It's like a nose yeah, portal. nose portal. And the whole theme has noses in it. So it actually tied the story together quite better so that's a yep. nose theme so if i want to bring bums into it later into a different volume i can do a bum themed one but at yeah. the moment and i'm like you know what this does work better that's disappointing because i really like the little poots i did get but get now there's joint noses with shit falling out of yeah, the holes which is awesome yeah which no one knows what you're talking about but you've read it i have i liked it and um and i also sent the wrong version to her with all the spelling mistakes which is the one i sent you as well <laughs> that's all right i didn't pick up on your spelling mistakes cuz it didn't look that hard so i've just been doing that like and i also got a new hot dog book this week uh, uh which is my other book what volume are you up to now 14 jesus um so yeah number 14 i'm starting and i think it's usually like one or two behind as in like i'm ahead yep. to to one or two which is about a year's worth oh that's yeah. cool great yeah. Well, I went down a freaking rabbit hole of Nick Crowley videos thanks to you last oh, week. Nice. How did you go? Uh, oh, <laughs> I watched you didn't, so many. You didn't watch the animal rescue ones? No. Yeah, fuck no. No, I couldn't do it. No. I watched a couple more recently. I watched the, uh, what one was it? I can't remember. What, what, what have you got? 
What did you watch? Uh, so I basically went through the playlists and I started with that. So I watched the conspiracy all of, like, the... playlist is the best one. I did watch some of that. I um I didn't go too deep into because I get deep into it. like I I enjoy it and then it just sort of I hyper focus on that kind of stuff. So I just stuck with the the YouTube. Oh, the kind darkest of... channels. Yes, the darkest that's channels. Worse. Which was fascinating. Like the guy that smokes and he's basically smoked himself death over like a period of time on YouTube. I didn't see that one. And it turns out that it's like a sexual thing people are turned on by this like what, people insane. smoking themselves to death yes like people are, have sexualized cancer and getting cancer Ooh. it's insane so i basically got home uh from the last episode re- we recorded i sat down because i forced you to watch one afterwards you and did you and like... it was great um but yeah i got home i snugged up with my my cat and my udi and uh, coffee and just that's what I did. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, yeah, I I don't really go down rabbit holes on YouTube very often, but this one I definitely did. Did you watch the one about the weird doctor? Like the, yes. the, the Heather ladies and then like the, making the, the videos? Yeah. and then See, that that episode was like horrible. Yeah. And then there was one as well where like the lady, like the, it, the worst one I'd seen is like a lady adopted a whole bunch of kids um, yes, and then she made them, and, and then yeah, to create content for YouTube, and then tortured them, yeah. and kept them in cupboards, and beat them, and then she she'd adopted like four kids just to create content yeah. for herself for a YouTube channel. She made millions of dollars, and then I think, and then she didn't even get she got busted for it, and then died before like yeah, she just and, died. But also, uh, it becomes even more tragic, and I th- I think this one is that one, or it could be another adopted one. Um, some of the kids were being abused in their foster care. I didn't see so that. So they one. got taken away and they started being abused by their foster carers. Fuck. Me. Yeah, anyhow, it's a dark channel, Nick Crowley, yeah. as you could imagine, but he's a uh, it, it's a good cuz it's like a an outside view of it. It's yeah. not like it's not like drinking the Kool-Aid. He's not there no. going like this is real aliens where he's like look at what these people believe. And it's all about YouTube. And so he it's does not the about it's not about like well. yeah. But it's not about like the conspiracy. It's about a YouTube specifically that has yeah. evolved from YouTube, yeah, like online and stuff like that. That's his like schnick, and he, he does a good job. Yeah, there's, I, a, there's a whole bunch of great ones there. Yeah, no, it, it was fascinating. Um, and so now it's on like my subscribe. So oh yeah, check out new videos. Uh, I also took the opportunity to play some Evil Dead. Oh, so did I um, with we, you. We played together. And you learnt how terrible I am at playing games. No, we were both terrible, though. We'd never played it. So the yeah. Evil Dead game, it's good. Yeah. But it also has its problems. Yes. Right, it's so frantic and so kind of hard and so much shit's going on that you never have time to appreciate the really good gore in it. Yeah. Because you're not like going, yeah, cool, look at me changing that thing. You're just like, okay, as soon as I've changed all this thing, I need to turn around and change all the thing behind me and then walk over there and do this and then i got to make sure I don't die. Oh, look, that person's dying. i got to go help them. You know what I mean? It's, it's so much like that that I kind of like think it that took away from the fact that, like it could have been any game. Yeah. Like it needed to slow down. Yeah. See, and- I don't like online gaming. I don't like playing with people because I'm not good at games and I know how people take it so seriously. That I just don't want to cop that, like, that backlash. Flash. Yeah. Um, so I did a lot of games afterwards. I just did the solo online, like, AI bot ones. And turns out you don't get any fucking experience points from that. So it's not like I and got the AI slightly better. Yeah. Um, Didn't but- you say that they actually, like, there's, like, you have to go here 
and do this at this point in the map. And the the AI bots just didn't yeah, go there. they just didn't go. And then they just died. So they ended up just dying. Well, like I had to leave them behind. They ended up just dying. And I'm like, well, I guess it's just up to me. Do good. I did get a really good uh, scene um, where I went to open one of the chests to, to hopefully get something. And the fucking hand was in there and it jumped out. Oh, really? It was great. That was a great scene. Um, so yeah, that's that's what yeah, I've been doing. It's got heaps of Evil Dead to it, but like yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it needed it really needed a, a, a solo player campaign. Yeah, you could really they could torment you. You know, you go through the ha- you do the, all the motions. Like yeah. it really it does have these mission based things that are kind of like that, but you kind of want to play them. You can't play them with people, and it'll be yeah. fun just to have a group of you doing going through the motions, like yeah. in Halo, when you can do the campaign with people. Yeah, like I felt like they they might add that. They might. Hopefully. Well, because I know that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game that's coming out is going to be very similar, and but that's I'm, one of those... I'm still going to buy it because I, I love Texas yeah, Chainsaw Massacre. but that's Massacre. Monster versus, like, but, yeah. like, play. You know what I mean? Like, you, it's like the Friday the 13th game, which was wicked. Yeah. Which was so much of a fucking homage to the fans, but, like, it just didn't have the appeal for anyone. Because if you didn't like Friday the 13th, there was no reason to play it. Yeah. But we did, and yeah. it's funny. I watched you guys play. It was hilarious. Yeah, trying to get in the cars yeah. and shit. And <laughs> well, I had trouble getting in the car in Evil Dead. That was the pain. Anyway. Yeah, um, what are we talking about this week? Well, look, this week I thought, uh, following on from our Attack the Block alien theme week last week, uh, we're going to talk about aliens. So... When you say alien, that is a huge. It is. It's an umbrella. Umbrella. What what facet of alien? What? So we got some rules. We do. So I mean, essentially for me, it's going to be like uh, alien invasion, alien abduction, like cool alien shit. I don't really necessarily want to go deep into, um, you know, obviously because anything from outer space counts as aliens. Yes. So. so I, I know what you mean. So I was kind of doing like, you know, yeah, the kind of like the greys, yep. the invasion, like the secret invasion kind of, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I want more alien. I want rather than plan, Aliens monster. with plans. Yes. So and like, shit. I mean, we all know, we all know the thing. We all know Alien, Aliens franchise. We Predator. We all know Predator. We all know that. That's, they're fantastic. We're not going to talk about those. Yeah, well, um, you're, you're well, I mean, they're them. always going to get the honorable like alien mention. and aliens is obviously like, it's like that, that, tier the, one, yeah, top the best, tier. I didn't want, and it's called alien and yeah. alien, so which is our, but yeah, this is more of like those kind of invasional first encounter, you know, that kind of shit, yeah, that shit, yeah, abduction. And you and I have a very uh, good relationship. Well, I wouldn't say it's a good relationship with aliens, but you and I have a very uh, interesting history with aliens. So what, they I, both give us panic attacks. They both give us panic attacks. I don't know what it is. Uh, I do. It's know. because when I was younger, it was the only thing that was horrific that possibly could have been real. Yeah, I'm going to get into that with one of these films. Like one of these films is specifically on my well, list. Well, I'm I I. Because there's, there's that other one, The Fourth Kind, with, yep. you know, I'm Mila Jovovich. Yes. That's the one that gave me a panic attack. I didn't put that on this list um, because I only watched it once. Yeah. And I can't remember because I just fucking blanked out. I can't remember if it, if it was even good. Um, It is pretty good. Yeah. But yeah. We, none of us have put that on our list, though. No. I couldn't think of it. I was like, Well, I just uh... didn't want to because I'm, I'm doing the best. And to me, that gave me a, a, too much scare. Yeah. Um, and the, the other thing that got me scared about aliens and that thing is back when I was younger... Uh, I used to spend a lot of time at Sojourner on a big property and a farm. And the first time I kind of, uh, as a kid, like I'm saying like 10 years old, maybe 
10, 11, 12, something like that. The first time I was like, uh, I, I got in, saw anything about these alien encounters was like a fucking cracked out documentary on like the ABC or yeah. SBS. And it was like as if it was real. Yep. And to me as a kid seeing that, and it was all about like get taking from farmhouses and yep. like, and all these there people. There was one that I remember and it was like, they would be standing at your bedroom window. So I never had my bed near a window yeah. ever again. Oh, that's what the fourth kind had, which was really cool. Yeah. Do you remember? Like people, like their minds could, so the aliens would look in the window. Oh, look in the window. <laughs> and your mind couldn't handle it. So it would just change everyone. So had the, everyone was like uh, reporting owls looking in their windows. Yeah. Like, and like big white owls. And yeah. I'm like, that was cool. Yeah, which I love. That's a cool. I love that. Because when I was making the list, Claire said, what about the owl one? <laughs> I'm like, nah, I don't want to put that in there. No, nah, that so, one's too scary. So yeah, even like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, um, yep. that's not on my favourite list. It, it should be. Yeah. It's like a fucking one of my most favourite films. I've just put, I've popped it into honourable mentions because I was kind of leaning towards the horror side of it as well. Yep. And Close Encounters, there's, there's no horror. That's a feel no. good. It's like E.T. We're not going to have the extra testicle in here because <laughs> it's too feel good. Apart from when he goes white. Yeah. That's gross. Uh, he looks like a dried up dog turd. But also, we, there was a period of time where we'd be going over to your house. We'd, we'd drink some alien head vodka and we'd watch some alien documentaries. Do you remember that alien head vodka, how good it was? Do you remember yeah. it was distilled through a meteorite yes. that was 40 million years old or something? I love a marketing campaign. You love a marketing. I um, do. The, yeah, and then because uh, uh, the, the other one that we is it altered was that one of them? Yes. So we didn't put that. On, I didn't put that on the list because I liked it, but it wasn't the best. No, I wouldn't put it up as like one of my favorites. But yeah, it's. So I just want to mention as many as possible. Really they good. live. I mean, the yeah. classic aliens classic. holding them up. But uh, these are. So those aren't the ones we were talking about, even yeah. though some of them are. But we just mentioned. I've mentioned it now. It's done. It's done. We're, All right. Do you want to kick us off? Yep. So my first one, um, what order am I going to do this in? Um, I'm going to do it in a weird order. So my first one is Dark City. Mm-hmm. You remember that? I don't. Dark City, 1998. Uh, you starring, uh, I can't remember the main guy's name. Is Ethan Hawke in this? No. No. It's uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh. Kiefer. Um, Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. The old Ret- 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 for a Dream. Or the other film, Labyrinth. <laughs> they're, they're quite similar. They're very similar, yeah. Um, uh, William Hurt. Yep. And the main guy, I can't remember his name. It's, it's flicked away from me. It doesn't matter. Um, basically, it's about like, I mean, it, I'm going to spoil it. It's like, so it's a guy kind of like, he, oh, it's a little hard to explain. In the end, it's like, Aliens have come to Earth and they're doing experiments on people. But what you don't know in the film is that they're not even on really Earth. The dark, the whole city, they've created like a terrarium for these people to live in kind of thing, the city. And they're experimenting and watching us through that means. So the whole time you don't know that. So the big, the big plot twist is, is like they're not even fucking on Earth. Yeah. They look like a bunch of Cenobites. Yeah, yeah. They're called the, uh, what were they called? Anyhow. Um, and there's this whole thing. Like the dude wakes up. He's like, you know, he's been framed for a murder he hasn't committed or he can't remember committing. Yep. And it follows it from the kind of there. And then he's like. And then this whole thing about he used to remember he remembered going to Shell Beach. He's got these memories, and everyone he speaks to, like you know Shell Beach, and like yeah, yeah. He goes, can you tell me how to get there? And no one can remember. They're like, yeah, I can tell you how to get there. You, uh... yeah. 
because it's not a real place. It's a memory put into them and stuff. And it's Australia. It's like, uh, I think it was made in Australia or it's done by an Australian or, or some shit like that. And I just remember it's just a, it was 1998. You know, yeah. when like before that shit was cool, you know, like yeah. it was doing it kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm doing it. I'm putting it on my watch list right it's now. It's on at the it's on SBS. Yes, the app you can just watch it. It's free. Just great. Go to SBS online, whatever it's called. On, on SBS on SBS on demand. On demand. That's yep. it. It's there. Uh, I started watching it this morning or last night, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this with my wife because yeah. like it's cool. It's just fucking cool. Like yeah. dark. It's very. It's got the horror vibe to it. Like it's this. Murder mystery, like you could almost mistake it for being like a uh, what's his name, a Finch, Finch, what is his uh, David Fincher, yeah, yeah, like a Fincher film. It's got that yeah, vibe okay. of darkness and grittiness, and like you know, fight clubby, grimy, yep, kind of thing. Yeah, good, good film. I like that, I like that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the people unfortunately don't look like aliens, but I think if you, they had looked like aliens, it would have made it a bit too ham, yeah, where There's it, it just line. seems like a dark organization. Okay. Uh, well, look, number one on my list is War of the Worlds, 1953. This was the film that traumatized me. <laughs> I saw this film when I was maybe five or six years old. I don't, like, I have, like, weird memory recollections, but, so I don't remember a huge amount of my life. But I, this is one of those films that I still to this day remember watching. I remember the sort of the aliens. The hand? The, yep. The, the, um, the little suction cups on the end? Yep. And I remember what what got me the most was this was the first time I ever saw people on screen dying. Oh shit! So like these people being evaporated from by this being something from out of space, absolutely fucking terrified the shit out of me. Um, when how old were you? Did you reckon? I was like five or six. Oh shit! Yeah, that's it. A- was like you know we'd go 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 to my dad's for the weekend. They'd get a bunch of movies from the video store, just chuck us in and we'd just watch movies all weekend. I love it. That was my that was my childhood. It was the best. Um, but yeah, so I remember, so I would have watched this film way too young and this film is the film that sort of kicked off my panic and fear about alien stuff. And then, of course, obviously watching these documentaries um, as a kid, like yeah. all this alien stuff. All those like, whacked out dudes because yeah. aliens aren't fucking real. You know, all, <laughs> <laughs> all of that stuff. Um, so yeah, like, you know, it's, it's just this small town that is invaded. Like, again, it's a meteorite that hits. They, they go and investigate and it just turns out that it's these fucking aliens that are just now invading. The first, um, encounter I had with War of the Worlds was that soundtrack that, 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 you know, the, yeah. And of, of course it's like one of the most iconic kind of things because you had, uh, is it George Orwell? No, awesome fucking that guy. Awesome Wells. Awesome George Orwell. <laughs> awesome he wrote Wells? George Orwell wrote, wrote Animal Farm. Awesome Wells. He did that teleplay, um, and people panicked. Yeah, I, like, I panicked actually, a nation. I always because I I always thought with War of the Worlds, I was like, how did anyone believe? You know the thing, but that's not that soundtrack thing is not what they played. No, and I downloaded the original soundtrack. I think we've talked about it before, and it's crazy the amount it was set over like eight hours. Yeah, and it was like. It was interspliced into the the whole day. So at first it was like, and it wasn't obvious. It was like at the by the end it would just turn into a radio play. Like yeah. the last hour was clearly just a radio play. Yeah. But it started with like the news came on, and the news just simply mentioned that there was like, as in the actual news, 
mentioned, oh, the scientists have seen, like, the telescope, they've, they've seen these jets of things coming out of Mars. This was on the actual news. Yeah. So he'd written these fake news programs. Then, like, the music would play, there'd be a bit more radio show for, like, an hour, and then they'd cut, like, you know, the news would come in again, and it'd be a bit more about it. Then halfway through the radio show, they go, oh, we're just cutting, like, because there's been some breaking news. Yeah. And it'll be a bit more about it. And then they'll just feel like the paddock. And I was like, no wonder they fucking believed yeah, it. Yeah, people killed themselves. Like, this, yeah. this is insane. And then, yeah, and then they're like, they're saying the army has come in. like, And it just turned like they stopped normal broadcasting to follow this shit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no wonder they fucking yeah. believed it, man. That's almost irresponsible. <laughs> like, I mean, it's iconic. But, uh, yeah, oh, it's most definitely irresponsible. But and radio like, plays were a big thing of trying to get people to believe back then. Yeah. So they probably never thought that, yeah, people would take their lives and stuff like that over, like, this thing. Am I, are they fucking bit pussified taking your life out not even seeing the aliens oh yeah i'd want to go see, see i'd want to go see me some aliens and then kill myself yeah, like no no just oh man but look and even and i will say that even it, that's it, uh but that might even be a rumor because that's the thing i've heard through yeah, the grapevine that people is, kill themselves like it's, you know maybe it's one of those things yeah you know urban legends and whatnot um but even i must say even the war of the worlds film that steven spielberg did with tom cruise is actually quite an underrated. Oh yeah, I was going to talk like, about that because like I was, I mean, I love War of the Worlds. Yeah. I love like you know, there's like the the Scarlet Traces is called, the comics called, which is such a weird name. Yeah, comics good. Anything that's War of the Worlds is, and you know what? There's not there's not much War of the Worlds merchandise or anything. No, like it's it's it's, it's a thing you could get into, which isn't going to fucking take over your life. You know, you're if you just want to get into Hellraiser, you can buy like toys every week, yes. and then you won't run out. War of the Worlds. Nothing. Not as much shit, which is cool, which is why I think I got more interested in it. Yeah. And then they, they announced the World of the Worlds, the Tom Cruise one, and I was genuinely excited. Yeah. And the first time the fucking monsters, or the, the tripod comes out of the ground, I saw it in the pictures, I was overwhelmed. Yeah. I was like, this is this is sick. And then that film just nosedives. It really did. It and gets I, so boring when they get to the, uh, the it, when the preacher comes into it. And I'm like, yeah. they never leave that. <laughs> Well, but you get that really excellent scene where, like, Tom Cruise goes down to the river to, like, freshen up, and then there's a body that just goes past. Yeah. And he's just, like, watching, and then all of a sudden this influx of bodies just come flying by. And it's... It's, it's fascinating. Yeah, it was a great... It was, and, and, like, it was... changing up the concept of it, them not, like, landing on Earth, but they've been buried there for... for yeah, I... You know, which is... I mean, uh, we've, all, we've all done, like, yeah... yeah. Because there's been a couple of just recently War of the Worlds TV shows. Yes. There was that one which I stopped watching. Oh, I didn't bother. The, what, the first one? Yep. Where it was like there were dogs. Did you see that? No. So it was set in like South London and it was just called War of the Worlds. And yep. then um, the, the so the first things that came down, instead of like uh, uh, them being like the, 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 the meteorite and the heat wave and all that shit. Yeah. It was these like, you know, those Boston Dynamics dogs? Yes. They just jazzed them up and they were just the first line of fence that just went down and wiped out life. And they just they just bolted your head. Oh, jeez. And, and shit like that. So. Okay. And it was good. But like, I watched the whole first season and they just never got past the dogs. You never saw a tripod. No. Okay. And maybe later they were playing the long game, but it was like, oh, it just got me fucked. Yeah. Uh, and then there was that new one that came out recently, which was um, set in the actual time period, uh, like the 50s or whatever. Yep. And it was real good. 
Okay. But I, once again, I just like, they'd added yeah. all these like, you know, you know, he the main character was like, he'd had a divorce. And, in, you know, that time, you can't have a divorce. No. His wife wouldn't sign the divorce papers. He had a new lady. She had red hair. She, and she was a hater because she was a lady that broke her marriage up. And it was like highly religious. Also a ginger, you know. A ginger. Um, but I just didn't need that. Yeah. But the thing of the Tom Cruise one, I think, where it lost itself is like, because, you know, you just have to wait for the, the virus to kick in. So they just got to the one point and then they just waited. Yeah. They just had to make the film wait. Where in that, he meets the fucking dude. You never meet the fucking dude who's like, we're going to build a whole new world underground. <laughs> we'll play cricket. <laughs> but you know what I mean? They never yeah. get to that bit. Like, you could have had that scene. Like, move on. Yeah. The bit where he's like, you know, he's going, oh, they did the ferry bit and like, did they have like the Thunder Child come in, like the battleship? Like he he move, he's constantly moving, and yeah. like you just didn't have that. He just stopped. Fucked me off. <laughs> it started so strong. It did, but that is also most. Uh, you could have had so many just shots of like him traveling. We could have had a lot of like in the background. You see the the fucking tripods. You know, just just Something. more, just more. Give me more. I like yeah. More is sometimes always better. All right, what's your next one? Dark Skies. That's such a fucking great film. 2013. Ugh. The the fucking the perfect amalgamation of fucking aliens and horror. Yeah, go. You don't even know it's an alien film for the very start. It's like no. a. And we've done an episode on this as well. Yeah, it's so such a good. Go film. listen to that. Um. Or don't. Or do. Listen to it afterwards. Yeah. Because uh, it's got a, it's got some nice twists in it. Watch the film. Finish this episode. Go watch the film. Then go listen to us. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, the perfect use of aliens. The perfect, like, the non, uh, you know, the what, what's that thing I always say? Like, the fucking, the reveal. Yeah. The big reveal that always fucks everything up because you're like, is that it? Never gets done. It's always like, it's kind of like the Babadook. It's kind of always just teasing it. They're in the background. You can see them, but they're, they're kind of in the background. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're a bit blurry because they're not out of focus. They do it so well, in this. yeah, and it's so interesting. And it, it is; it feels like a horror film. It feels like a like an age two. It's is like, like a fam- age, like a twenty four a twenty four horror yeah. film. It's like a family falling apart, and like we just assume that there is something not right with this. Because it seems one like kid. ghosts at the start. Yeah. It seems like they're getting haunted. It's like there's a weird, al- uh, uh, yeah, haunting. In such the house. a long like, game the aliens play, and it's so unavoidable. Yeah, like you're they're so helpless. Like you know. You can, oh, you can shut your house out, but they'll just fucking... It doesn't matter. They don't need... Yeah, what, what do they give a fuck? Tours. Where we're going, we don't need doors. We're tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think this small door is going to stop me? I'm tall. <laughs> I'm going to watch this movie tonight. Oh, don't. So it's too good. good. It's too scary. So good. But, like, I mean, it's too scary. It's different scariness to the fourth kind. Where yeah. To, it's just... I've, I've just never, ever found an alien... Is it th- is that fourth kind? Is that film? Yeah, it is fourth. Yeah. A fourth kind film that's that good. Yeah, not even the one called the fourth kind. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, you go into the fourth kind knowing that this is a film about aliens. This is a film based on a true story. We go into this film thinking that it's like a troubled kid and a possibly haunted house, and then bam, aliens, aliens, aliens. <laughs> um, in a very beautiful, right, right, in such a haunting way as well. I just, I just love the long game of the aliens. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not just, they, 
they've been there forever. Mm-hmm. They're not just fucking with you now. No, they've that, been fucking with you always. What, your kid's got eighty eight like you know, a problem? Because they fucking fucked with him. Yeah, you know? aliens. 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 You know, oh, I'm not going to get too much into it because we've done a whole episode on it. Go check it out. We have. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, man, I'm watching it tonight. I'm going to tell this. Um, okay, so the next one up on my list is the McPherson tape. I have this McPherson and I've never watched tape? it. You should. Um, I don't know if you'll like it. So this is um, this 1989. Is... This is a found footage film. 1989 yeah. found footage film. Yeah. I never, I've, I've said this once, I'll say it again. I thought Blair Witch invented that shit, eh? No, it didn't. But yes, it took all the credit and uh, whatever. That's fine. But yeah, so like this is basically like a family who are together for a and night. It's like, like a birthday party old, and they're filming it. High eight kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah, it'd be like, like old school video camera. Yes. Um. So they're celebrating a birthday. Everybody is starting to sort of like, leave for the night and then something happens like something crashes down and then all of a sudden it's this family dealing with the fact that there is now something on their property and it's coming for them are they is it like rural it is rural yeah yeah, so they're on like a property they're on a property they can't just bail to the neighbors yeah so it's like they're they're still filming it they're trying to sort of film like they're going out to investigate they so we get a lot of real dark shots. They're sort of around. Someone's trying to go for help. And then, you know, they're over the hill trying to get to the neighbor. And then all of a sudden they see this fucking spaceship and there's like little dudes, like greys coming out. But you don't at any point feel that this is like, oh, doesn't jump is, the shark. This is really tacky. Um, does it feel well put together? It does. Yeah, it does feel. I've got it. I've, I always I look at it. I've got my finger like hovering it. over yeah. it all the time. And I'm like, don't think I'm ready for this. Uh, see, I don't know. Like, I don't want to hype it up too much. Because um, I... Is it like, real really long like and to... slow? It looks it like... Is, it's long and slow. And it's like, is it like one payoff scene? Is it just carry all over again? No, it's not carry all over again. It, it is just... It is long. It is slow. It It's... it's. Oh, I don't mind a Batman long game. Yeah. Oh, fuck a Batman. Great. Great film. Um, But yeah, so like, for me, this was just one of those... I'd always sort of had it on a list of like a watch list kind of like you. Um, and then for, for various reasons, like the found footage reason and the alien reason. And then when I finally saw it, I'm just like, damn. And this movie is still talked about. This movie still makes lists of like best alien, best fucking. Yeah, which things. is like so crazy. Like the idea of how old it is and I don't, didn't know about it is intriguing. The idea it's a found footage alien abduction thing. And it's weird that L. L. McPherson would make a film like this. <laughs> She's got to pay the bill somehow. It's true. It's true. You know? So, yeah, like, I just... Is it got... And so it's just all basically suspense horror kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, a suspense. So it's basically like Cloverfield, but without a giant monster. Like, they are just well, we understand what film footage is. Yeah. Like, do they, though? Do they? Do you, listeners? Yes, you do. Because you're awesome. Um, but yeah, like this is definitely one that's high on my list. Um, I've watched it a few times. I keep going back to it. Like it's always pops up in a conversation here and there. I'm like, oh, you want to see creepy fucking alien film? Go watch the McPherson tapes. I'd um, say Dark Skies if they were going to say that I line. mean, Dark Skies is great. Um, my next one is following that, because I want to follow this one with what you just said, is yep. Signs ah. from 2002, old M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. Uh-huh. Um, I think this is his best film. 
Like, I can't think... I mean, everyone's like, ah, oh, Sixth Sense. No, that's just, just his first film that everyone remembered, and it was okay. <laughs> I think... Like, I can't think of a better one of his films, like, because so many of them just drop the ball. So, so much. I really this liked the This one did drop the ball, but not as much yeah. as it, like, it, it could have. It fumbled. It had a fumble, it but fumbled. It, it picked it up. It didn't shit the bed. Um, And what I really, really like about Signs, for those who don't know what Signs is, it is basically an alien invasion, or an alien fucking ships come down. Um, the world is changed forever. That's the other scary thing about like these alien things. Like the world has changed forever. The moment yep. they come down, that's it. Life is never going to be the same. Uh, and it follows this really ground level family that are on a farm and them witnessing these events happening on a television. And it follows their story. So it's not about. It's not Independence Day. It's not. Yeah. The fucking president's not flying a plane around and like you know Will Smith isn't punching shit in the face. <laughs> Like, it's just his family, which yeah. is, like, Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix. Is that Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, some other kids. One of the Culkins. And two of the kids. Uh, and two kids uh, just on this farmhouse. And Mel Gibson. The thing I didn't like about it is it does have a very religious a- aspect it to it and things. But also, it could also be mistaken. Like, you might be mistaken for a religious thing, but he might be mistaking it for religion. Yeah. As these things that are happening. It doesn't matter. Um, and but, it I follows mean, he them. Is a, he plays a, a, a preacher or a pastor a, who has a disheveled. Lost, lost his faith. He doesn't believe in God anymore. Because so, his yeah. wife got killed in such a fucking horrible way that he's like, how could yeah. there be a God? And that's exactly what your brain crash. would go back to. It wouldn't necessarily be aliens. It would be like, well, this is God. Just telling me I've done the wrong thing. Yeah. And with the fact that, but also the fact that there's aliens in it means yeah. that there isn't a God. Yeah. <laughs> but... By his yeah. measure. Well, yeah. Um, and you get that thing. And you have these scenes in it with them like watching. And it has a fucking birthday party. It does. We, I, well, which I'm like... thinking, I'm wondering if that is riffing off the McPherson tapes. Because the footage of it is at a kid's birthday party. And you're fucking in the background, the fucking alien just well, the, the runs bef- past it. And it's fucking shocking when it you is. see it. I, I still like, because I only saw this film maybe a couple of years ago for the very first time because I don't go I don't go and seek out alien films too much unless like we're gonna have a night um but this is one of Liz's favorite films so it's she, fucking wicked so did you love yeah, it I sat down with her and I'm like mm, pretty good how, how have I not watched this yeah yeah, yeah for a shamo and it's as like well. so I don't didn't quite get the that whole scene with the alien walking past because everyone's like you, this is the scene that traumatized me the most as a child I'm like Okay. Hold my fucking beer. <laughs> you want to see a traumatizing scene? Hold my poodle. Yeah, no, no, but um, I no, I just liked that scene, yeah. and I, I like the idea that they're, you know they're sitting in the cupboard with tinfoil hats on, and there's a whole like there's all the rumors and stuff. Oh, we heard they don't like water, so we're all going to travel to these lakes and yeah. stuff, and then but then you have that whole like and like Shyamalan twist to it. You know the twist is like you know a whole bunch of like facts. A whole bunch of instances in his life, all these like things that have happened to him and he didn't understand, all cultivate into this one moment for him to save his family. Yeah. You know, his wife's dying. Her last thing that she said, which they were just like, it's just like snaps just going off in her brain before she died. She said this weird line to him that made no sense. At the end of the film when everything's about to fucking, his family's about to die, it makes sense. Yeah. His daughter has an aversion where she keeps on like drinking 
she like gets a drink of water and takes one sip and then leaves it and then goes and gets another one. She's always like, there's dust in it, there's dust in it. So her, their house is covered in glasses of water everywhere and you find that they do an aversion to water. So at the moment when he needs water, there's fucking water everywhere, yeah. you know, everything. And it's just, that's the Shema Lemonong dong to it. But like, <laughs> but just the idea of it, you know, they're, they're in a, a rural country house, they're covered in cor- uh, cornfields all around them. So you've got yeah. the aliens. And it was about the signs as well, where he has a cornfield and the big fucking sign. Uh, what are they like? The 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 wheat signs. What are they called? Uh, the crop circles. Crop, thank you. The crop circles start coming up and shit. And it's just like, cool. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, the bit where he fucking locks one in the pantry. He looks under the door and yeah. the fucking claw comes out. And oh, yeah, fucking horror. <laughs> that bit where like the dude, and because that, that, his neighbor yeah. is Shyamalan, isn't it? Yes. And his, his neighbour killed his wife yeah. accidentally in a drink driving accident. That's fucked. Yeah. Imagine living next door to the person that kills your wife. No. And then um, and that bit where he's just leaving and he's like, you think these are in real whatever? And he goes, oh. He's, he's leaving his family. Where are you getting out of it? He goes, by the way, don't look in the cupboard. Yeah. Because I got one of them fucking locked in there. And I'm like, oh, such a good line. Like, he's so- like, well, now I've got to go look in the cupboard. <laughs> but, but no, great fucking alien first encounter film. Yeah. And the fact you never see, you never see the ships. Yeah. Which I like that as well because I do like, I like something that is a little bit more subtle. I like something that is more psychological. So like Dark Skies, this movie, I don't necessarily need to see like with Arrival. Independence um, Day. Yeah. I don't need to see this giant fucking spaceship. I like Arrival. It's next to my list. (laughs) Oh, is it? Oh, fuck it is too. (laughs) Shit. Sorry. Um, You know. I don't need to. I, I I like the idea that it's something smaller, small scale. Sinister. Yeah, the idea of like it's your imagination like, is way scarier it's, than it's anything you. they can show you. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know that, and that's the thing. So, like walking out of seeing dark skies, you're gonna go home and you're gonna be like scared. I'm freaking out now. You're gonna go home from watching Independence Day and you're gonna be like, yeah, punching aliens. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you know, president says the day. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so, um, yeah, th- those kinds of films work better for me because they do leave you, like, thinking about it later on at night when you're trying to sleep and there are aliens. Yeah, I, anyway. uh, I, every every night I get the uh, walk to the toilet in the middle of the night and have the dark skies think scene you, and, I, and then you, end up running back to the bedroom every night. Like an idiot. Like an absolute idiot. Uh, see, I, I'm fine. I can get up and walk around my house in the middle of the night in the dark and it's not a problem. Nah, I can't. But my imagination just hits power drive and yeah, oh, no. yeah I'm, it's like I'm a on a PC mission. turning on. <laughs> you can hear my hard drives whirring. It's freaking the fuck out. Where do you go next? Uh, so the next one on my list is Fire in the Sky, which is a 1993 film. Um, this is probably the most prominent alien abduction. I've never seen it. I know that fascinates me. Fascinating. We none of us have got com- communion on here. Because that movie's not very good. No, but we will talk about Communion. Remember when, like, the aliens have big teeth? Yes. Communion is not a good film. They they disguise themselves as, like, great little greys. And that's, like, what's his name? What's that actor? Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken really fucking hamming it up. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we'll talk about Communion because we have to talk about Communion. But, yeah, like, Fire in the Sky, I'm really surprised that you haven't seen this. So this is based on, like, a true story. Um, of like this guy that was True abducted story. by aliens. Because it's his book, isn't it? He wrote a yeah. book. Yeah. But it didn't though, because it's not real. But there are other people that corroborate his story. Wow. 
Um, so, you know, but we get this terrifying alien abduction sequence, like, within this film that is just... It's, they ca- they it's cover tough. him in a cloth. Or they something. do. They put like a membrane over him. Yeah, and it's it's such a great film because obviously this guy he is abducted and he goes through this process of whatever they're doing to him and then he just gets dumped back on back See on around. earth. See and around, he, he's got to deal with this trauma of like, okay, I've been abducted by aliens. My mates are going to be like pers- like uh, put in jail for for murder. Like why? Uh, Oh, because I think because well, they thought they've just figured that. How long did he go away for? I think he was like gone for like a, a week or a couple of weeks or some length of time, uh, long enough that they thought that his mates had murdered him. There's a whole thing with alien abduction. If you do get abducted by aliens, the scariest bit is if they bring you back, you're just going to think they're going to come and get you again. Yeah, your whole life. Yeah, you'd never get over it. Like at some point, they're going to come back. You prefer to like them to wipe your memory. Mm. We'd be like, ah. Oh. No, I'd prefer to have my memory wiped. I don't care if they've got they've drilled something into my nose. Yeah, you don't need stopped. to know. As long as you don't know about it, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss, motherfucker, with Some, an alien abduction. Sometimes it really is. But yeah, like this this is probably it it is it is very It was probably one of the biggest ones, if yeah. I remember. It's apart very from creepy communion. to watch. If you're watching it on a you, you wait till it gets dark, the the rain's rolling in again, chuck it on, you're not getting up to go to the bathroom tonight. Yeah. I think what, what Fire in the Sky had is it had a lot of media behind it because it was supposed to be true yeah. before they knew how to do journalism. Well, anything <laughs> based on a true story is going to... Yeah. And then, but then, then the other thing, like Communion, which well, the reason why everyone knows that Communion fucking exists is because of that fucking VHS cover. Yes. Of the drawing of the alien yes. on it. It is a thing that scared me every time I... I would purposely not look in the direction of it when I went to the... the Same. The shot, because I just didn't want to have to deal with that vision in my head. No. Well, and that's the thing. Um, so and people don't know the cover was just a drawing of one of the Grey's aliens face, but it's one of the creepiest ones. Yes. Look it up, communion we, cover. So we've got it on. We've got the VHS. Uh, we found the VHS for like twenty cents somewhere, and we're like, okay, well, we need to buy this, and we've actually got the book, which has the same cover. Um, so, but yeah, so like this is this is one house. of those instances where, I mean, I haven't read the book yet. It is sitting on the pile. Pile of shame. I don't want to read that. Um, I'm I'm keen. I'm interested. Um, but yeah, it, this is one of those cases where the the uh, cover is a lot scarier than the film. Like, yeah, you just look at the cover and you're like, um, like every horror film you know, between a certain period. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there's so many disappointing films out there. Oh god, yes. But yeah, so Fire in the Sky. I mean, that's something that everyone should probably check out if you if you like the alien film, you like the abduction film, you like a slow burner, you like something a little bit more. And I like that a lot of these films that are on our list are because they are scary. Ru- they're rural, so they're more. Yeah, they're, they're it's, ground it's level. Not, it's you're, not big scale. It, yeah, you are. You're right. It's yeah, ground yeah, level. Yeah, following just a small group of people, their experience is always more interesting than mm. to having fucking, you know, having Jeff Goldblum work out how to how to upload a virus to a giant fucking. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I fucking love Independence Day. Yes, yes. No, it is. It, it, it holds with, its own. Anything with Goldblum and Will Smith and fucking that dude who's the place of president, that actor. Bill Pullman. Yeah. yeah. No, that, you can't go wrong. No. Um, my next one is The Arrival, <laughs> even though you've bagged it. I was, 2016. No, I, I didn't bag it. The Arrival is a fucking amazing film, but it's like. Is it? Is it that's grand what's the, scale. What's the lady? Jodie Foster? No, no it's what's the um, other one? it's Nicole Kidman. It's Cryface. Oh, um, 
Amy Adams. Yeah. She, she always looks like she's about to burst into tears. Yeah. It's always. And and also Hawkman. Oh, yeah. Hawkman from the Avengers. That guy. Uh, Hawkeye. Uh, what's his actor's name? No one knows. I don't know. Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Um, Outman. As Claire, my wife called him when she was trying to refer to him. Outman. <laughs> Watchman. Uh, so the arrival. Uh, the reason I like this film is, number one, I think it does the exact opposite of what you said. You do see the big ship. Yep. It's a buck. It's just a big floating motherfucking monolith. But then the whole thing is just about the communication aspect of it. Yep. And like, I just really liked it. I just liked the science of it. I liked all that shit of working it out. Um, and the grandeur of the ship, like, you know, it's, it's there. It's, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like. You can't get in there. You can't do anything. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, what are you going to do? Bomb it? Nah. Doesn't matter. They don't give a shit. Yeah. But, and then, and this guy's films. like, And it, it shows in his films. Like, the films he's made from then. He went on to make fucking Blade Runner 20, what's that? What number? 2042. 2042 or whatever it was. And you've got this, his his filmmaking style is so grand. Yeah. So big, wide shots, monolithic buildings and shit, slow-paced methodic storytelling. And then he went on, he did June, the new June, exactly the same. Like those three films, yeah. these three films are fucking these high concept, high end storytelling. And and they have such scale to them. Have you seen June? No. June's no, that, June, fucking June wicked. Is, June is uh, now reaching a level of sci-fi that I just don't. But the new one. Get into. Yeah. But it's so well explained in the new one. And it's so, it's, there are there are these monolithic fucking ships and shit that are like well in any other film you'd be like oh big ship you know Star Wars you have the big fucking ships yeah you don't care no. oh that looks big <sighs> in this one it's just like this dune sand and then you've got this big floating thing and you're like oh my god yeah that's a ship don't talk up June because I just really don't want to watch it why not because uh, sci-fi don't you like science fiction I there is a level of sci-fi. That I enjoy. And but, then but things this, this become dude. too sci-fi. Yeah. I know what you mean. There is that there is that other end of the fucking the swing of the pendulum yeah. of sci-fi where it's the world building has overtaken the story. Yeah. Um, which happens a lot. I don't now, like I mean. anything that is too fantastical, if that makes sense. Like once as, it becomes too in, fantasy or too sci-fi. So like I enjoy Star Wars, don't get down with uh, Star Trek. Fair enough. Those things. I Try don't out June though. It's got some scary out. There's a race <sighs> in it. Their voices are the scariest thing I've ever heard in my life. Fine, I'll watch June. Dune. Dune. Go Dune. home and watch Dune. <laughs> um, but no, you are right. Arrival is a a brilliant film, and I did like what they did with it, like yeah, with just, the communication aspect, trying to learn from each it's other. It's not scary. No, I'm just going to put it out there. Don't go into it thinking it's a horror. I I nearly didn't put it on the list. That's why I'm just going to flick over it a bit. But I just love it as a film. Like I just keep, It's one of those films that I was like, I could just watch that again. Yeah, yeah, no, but it is. It is one of those films that you could go back to and just be like, you know what, I'm going to watch Arrival today. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Sounds good. It's a snuggly film. What do you got next? All right, so the last one on my list, and I had to put it on my list because this came out at the right time for me. I'm talking about The Faculty, 1998. Um, this it's was a pretty funny film. It's a great film. Like I'm surprised Except we haven't. Except for that poster that I've got, where like has the black guy on it who's not in the film. He's in it for like five minutes, and he's like front and center yes. on the poster. Mm-hmm. No, 
He's on the poster on this one in the uh, that I'm looking at now too. It's because it's Usher. It's right, Usher. Is it Usher? Yeah, it's Usher. Was it really? <laughs> no shit. Um, so this is very much like uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers kind of thing. So it's like this, this. Uh, this nearly doesn't make the the prerequisites for our list because these. I don't feel the aliens in this have a plan. They have a plan. This is basically, but it's just like a remake of that of a. Uh, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. No, no, the other one. It's uh, kind of like a, a, the one with fucking uh, Atkins. Night uh, of the Creeps. Yes, very similar, very similar. So basically, like, these uh, aliens, little parasitic aliens come down to Earth and they um, start to in- infest into the people of the town, taking them over. And then, so that means that this person's now a pod person. They're going to go infect this person. Yeah, it is They're pretty. basically going to in- infect the whole town because their planet is like a water-based planet and they don't have any water left. So they're they drank around. it all. So they're going around looking for a water-based planet and, of course, they land in, like, fucking rural Texas or somewhere where no it's water. hot and there's never any water. Um, so basically, and I mean, you've got Elijah. Yeah, they had a Woodrow's. great plan, didn't they? It's a, it was the best plan. They just uh, overshot it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the, like this is 98, so this is like around that time where I'm like, I don't know, how old was I, 98, 12 or something? You were, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good like you know, sleepover film. Yeah, very much it has like. Se- it has sexy people in it. You've got Josh Hartnett at his terrible haircutted sexiness. You've got Jordana Brewster, Claire Duvall, um, Elijah Wood especially. Um, and then you've got like, you've got Robert Patrick um, as the teacher. You've got Famke Jansen as the teacher. Um, even... Ah, we get Baby Newith, um, Lilith from Frasier, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's basically just like the the nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, all of nineteen ninety eight is in this film. Exactly. Salma Hayek, she's in it. It's great. Um. So yeah, I mean, this film is always going to be like one of those films where if I'm feeling a bit shit, you know, I'm just going to chuck on the faculty. It is a fun film. It's a comfort film. You know, it doesn't take itself too seriously. We get a lot of like, it's just dumb. It is fun and dumb. It kind of reminds me of like Slither. It's yeah. Got that like. Yeah. Well, it's that that little parasitic kind of that entity that's just taking over, and it's. How it's, do you fight them? You, you fight know. them with comedy, comedy horror. That's how you do it. You get that's rid of them. That's how you do it. Oh man, I'm gonna watch. Fuck, I want to watch the faculty now. Every time like we do these episodes, uh, we do, we just all go and watch these films. Yeah. <laughs> I talk them. so much about how much I like these films, and I'll go home and be like, yeah, yeah, I do. In your mind, like, yeah. I did like that. Yeah. Um, my last film. Is that it? Are you done? Yeah, that's I mean, like, I think everybody at this point has seen The Faculty. If you haven't, like, just go put it on. Yeah. It's I mean, it's dumb. not the best film, no, but it's not the it's worst not film. It's not the worst. I mean, it's Robert Rodriguez, so we do get some really cool, like, uh, special effects in it. Is it Robert Rodriguez film? Yeah. No wonder it's got all that kind of vibe. This yeah. is where he started writing Planet Terror while he was making this film. Makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, my last one, I've got an extra one, is, a, is District 9. Yeah. This film is so good. Yes. Starts as like a found footage, almost documentary style yeah. film. Go, and if you haven't watched this film, this is, this is, what's his fucking Mockenklomp, whatever else his last uh, name? Neil Blomkamp or something? Blomkamp, yeah. yeah. This dude knows how to make shit look real. Like, this is a 2009 film, and I reckon if I went back to it now, it would still look completely real. It does. Like... The aliens are all CG, but they look real. Yeah. He makes 
Blockcamp, Blockencamp, whatever his name. Blumcamp. Blumcamp can make he makes the best weapons that have ever been in any fucking film. I think. Oh, they're so interesting. Um, he, I think he sparked the whole thing of like, oh, guns can be cool. Yeah. Like, but not cool like that. Not like you know, take away my second amendment. Not cool. (laughs) Yeah. He makes these like cosmic sci-fi guns, yeah, know, rail guns. He's got in there, you know, all the guns that like you've grown up with in first-person shooters, like yeah. sci-fi. He makes them. He makes them in and puts them in film. So, um, it follows. How is it? So it's set in Johannesburg. Yeah, I think so. so in um, South Africa. Yeah. Basically, a ship, a spaceship has come down. A fucking huge, fucking spaceship has come down. You know, first contact, it's happened. Yay. Fucking hell, the world's going to be changed. But then when they, uh, the aliens come out, they realize it's just a fucking giant refugee, yeah. like, ship. That's, like, it's ba- uh, basically fleeing. You don't even know what it is. And it's just full of these poor aliens. The prawns. 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 Uh, that are, like, very uh, r- uh, uh, insect kind of people. They come out and they just have to... Uh, basically get processed in as as a new race and come into the system and they're all low socioeconomic. They get put into like... Slums. Slums and they just have to live. And it's set like, you know, 10 or 20 years later. So it's like, you know, yeah. we all have to deal with these fucking aliens that are like just a burden on society kind yeah. of thing when they've come here. And they, they didn't bring... They did bring technologies, but their technologies... None of their technologies work with us. Yeah. So, like, they're weapons that are these crazy weapons, but no human can use them. So, because, like, it's just, so it, they didn't bring anything. Yeah. They just bought, and just, it's, it's this massive, there. like, you know, uh, uh, kind of, like, uh, commentary on refugees and blah, 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 and all that kind of thing. And it follows uh, a guy who works in, basically, like, the Centrelink processing uh, yep. of all this shit. Anyhow, shit goes down. He accidentally gets an alien arm fused to him. <laughs> His arm gets chopped off. So then he can use weapons. Yeah. And it yeah, it starts off as a documentary style and it just goes into this full story. It is fucking amazing. There yeah. is a bit in it where him and oh and the other thing is because all the aliens get given human names and of course they give them all like like uh African American names that white people give. Yeah. So the main alien's called Christopher Johnson. And it's just like fucking hell. Like, you know, and like their racial slur towards these aliens are prawns. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, God, this is so real. And everything real. There's mech suits in it. There's fucking everything in this film. It's so cool. Yeah. And you can't get enough of it. And it, by the end, you're just like, you're just root, rooting for this fucking poor dude and his mate, Christopher Johnson. And they take on this military base. And it's like a scene from Half-Life 2. Yeah. Like, there is an actual scene. It's basically Half-Life 2 where they go in to storm this facility with the Vortigons kind of thing, like yeah. basically. Yeah. Oh man, such a different take on the alien like thing. It is, and it's it's extraordinarily interesting because it's like, oh, it's alien so invasion, violent. we're in trouble. Oh, and you've got not. that horror aspect of his arm merging to well, him, it's it all pussy. Body horror because he starts to sort of transform. Yeah, it all he's, comes like he's becoming veins one into of his them. fucking eye. And his eyes like goes black and yeah. shit when the veins. Get into it, but then like the the weapons are so aggressive, like people just get misted, yeah, like, and they're just nothing. And it's just like, oh my god, 
God. <laughs> and the gore is like Starship Trooper gore. Yeah. Like, oh, Starship Troopers is not even on our list. I thought about it, but it's like, that is like its own thing. That is. is like a, a fucking, a political statement of like fucking the US military Such and marketing movie. and fucking consumerism and like, it's its own thing. I watched it recently and it's still good, eh? I love it. We, I, Yeah, we didn't watch it that long There are long a couple ago. of like janky CG bits in it, but from the majority, the the bugs, yep. um, the, the core bugs, the, the whatever they are, they look great because yep. they're that old, the CG thing, because they're like rep, uh, buggy, you don't notice the CG as much. But yep. when the big bugs, when they're a bit more fleshy, they look a bit shit. Yeah. Like, but we do get Michael Ironside. You get Michael Ironside. You get fucking Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> you get fucking <laughs> Denise, Denise Richards. <laughs> and it's like, it, it, it is. It's just it's, it's, it's this core story. It's just fucking a dating. It's a rom, not rom-com, a, a high school drama. Yeah. In Set space. To backdrop of. Of fucking, um, basically humans trying to wipe out a whole race of things that have. Yeah. Fuck, it's good. The only good bug is a dead bug. And you get the whole, like, uh, the, you know, the, the the wicked going up through school, military school. Yeah. Oh. I believe there's a Busey in it. Oh, yeah, there is a Busey. There's a Busey in it. It's Jake Busey, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The Busey. gore in that is like. Oh, yeah, the gore Like, it's not a horror amazing. film, but it, it's got more gore in it than most of the horror films we watch. Oh, but... most of the films that we've just talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be All the of the films that we've just talked but about. But no, District 9. He went on to do like Elysium and fucking. Did he do Chappie? I think he did Chappie. Or at least there. No, I think his creative department worked on Chappie or something like that. He's also got a new film out called Demonic, which is like a demon in a possession film, but through. Uh, technology. I I'm not. Don't quote me on that. Um, it looks interesting, but I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Yeah. Well, he was pinned like for a long time to do the Halo film. Oh, yeah, right. And so he was doing the Halo film, and then he didn't do it, and he had all these guns that he'd made, and that's where District 9 came from. Brilliant. So he was like, he'd started on the Halo film, and then that fucking fell Honestly through. Honestly speaking, I feel that this would have been more successful than a Halo film. Yeah. have made it. And then, um, cause then he, and then he got pinned to do the new Alien film. Do you remember that? Yeah, right. So he was doing, and he showed all the character sketches. So the next Alien film was Prometheus. Yep. And so he was... So if you imagine a world where Prometheus didn't exist and he created the next film and he had like, it was all like Hicks and Hudson were in it. I mean, not the one that the one that survived. Fucking the guy from Terminator. Not Bill Paxton, the other guy, the main uh, guy. Whichever one he was. Yep. Um, he was going to be in it. There was going to be, you know, it was going to be a good like sequel to Aliens. Yeah. Like, and like they'd shown, he'd done all this concept work. It looked like it was going to be Wicked. And just went, Look it up. He's All his drawings are online. He, yeah, he right. put it all up like. He's, he never did it. Here's what, and who knows what he would have brought to that fucking yeah. Because Aliens in itself is one of the most craziest best films. Yeah, in my opinion, of course, people love Alien. Beautiful film, but Aliens to me is still. It had everything a kid needed to it. It had military. Aliens is generally perceived to be the best film. Well, sorry, not the best, the favorite. Yeah. So Aliens is Alien the Nightmare a... on Elm Street three Ooh. of the Aliens franchise, but. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so good, and the aliens still look completely real. Yeah, like there's nothing in that film that doesn't look real. No, like, it's a fantastic film. And uh, there's actually that you know that 
film show that's on like Netflix or whatever. They go back and they do a film. They show oh, yeah, the, the movies that made us. Movies that made us. Yeah. When they did the Aliens one, that's pretty good. Like yeah. so many of those films. How did they get made? When you watch that move, what that show, you're like, yes. it's amazing that any of these films survive. Like, and yet they're some of the greatest films of all time. Yeah. Fuck. There man. is a manga out that's called like Dead Dead. Demon's Destruction. Did yeah. you read that? That's an Eno Asano book. Demons Destruction. Yeah. It's called. I haven't read all of it yet, but like anything by Eno Asano is going to be debilitatingly crippling to read and amazing. But that's about the aliens. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the whole thing. Aliens have come. Not about that. Nothing's happened. Not about that. Other than little aliens and stuff, but like they don't. You know, they're there and just follows a bunch of like little kids. Yeah. And then. He has a weird, like, Ino Asano's work, all of it involves young women. Yeah. In a way, and they their facial features and things that happen to them, it's almost like this dude's come, this dude's, it's like Ino Asano, um, don't quote me on this, it's like he's into pedophilia, but he doesn't write about pedophilia, but his interest bleeds into his, like, storyline. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Okay. Well, you feel yeah. awkward reading his shit. Like, yep. you just Does, like... Did he do Solon in and yeah, uh, Goodnight Pum Pum? Yep. Yep. He did Solon in Goodnight Pum Pum, and he's, uh, there's one called, like, Lithograph. N- n- I can't remember if it's the Japanese word, the second one. That one's brutal. That is just... That is just underage sex. Um, That's a hard pass like Like, n- Nagaya Lithograph or something called... Good read, but yep. God oh, damn it! It's hard because good yeah. night, pun pun. Fucking, that's a hard slog. Great fucking series, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Let's not talk about that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I, talk I, about I, work. I, I brought that up because that was like one of the the alien sort of invasion uh, reads that is about at the oh. moment that you know. Yeah, well, definitely the alien invasion. But then, uh, poor fuck. Yeah. Anyhow. Any films, more so films that you want to honor? I mean, mention? Got, I, I I've mentioned them all. Independence yeah. Day, you got it, it's it's out there. It's, it's fun and dumb. Predator, I mean, it's a horror, kind of, but it doesn't really fit my categories of like no. he's not invading. No, he's not first contact. Or well, he is, but like he's hunting. Yeah, that's he's more hunting. just about fucking badasses. You mm-hmm. son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Close Encounters of the Third Kind can't go wrong. That film is fucking deluxe. Yeah. Every set shot in that film is just like, oh, it's like poltergeist to me. Like, yeah. it just looks beautiful. Well, it's still Steven Spielberg. Yeah. So, of course, you know. St- Steven Spielberg in his heyday. Well, I don't actually think Steven Spielberg has really got, I, he, in that days, he was really visionary and that. But nowadays, it's a, that West Side story, god damn. No, I'm not going to watch that. Oh, I, man, it was so boring. I mean, the last, I mean, I just think of Jurassic Park forever and always. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Poltergeist, Close Encounters, those Jaws. what Jaws, Doors, Jaws, Jaws, uh, those films. Yeah, they're like there is fucking there is there is Opus's uh, his Opus time, um, and yeah, he's crisp, clean filmmaking that just because he did like that Super Eight film, mm-hmm. and it was just like mm, nah. Yeah, I think once the that's where he like he he was gone by then. Yeah. Floated away. It's more about the money. You've been replaced. Than the love of the film. Been replaced by a Borg. Oh God, not the Borgs. Yeah, right. Well, look, I think if we've uh, we've covered it, we've covered we've it. Covered well, our faves. So that's it. They're our favourite aliens. 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 What kind of aliens? 
kind of uh, aliens. But yeah. All right. Well, let's call it. Well, that's it. Um, before we sign off, we'd like to do a shout out to those people that interact with us and, you know, help us grow on the old lines and shit. So thank you to Adam Kister, Patrick Roberts, Adam Gillespie, Andrew Hector, uh, Ringo Starland, South Aussie Collector. We've got uh, Chris Frank's messages of this. we got... Uh, every now and then we get the underground records guys commenting on shit. You know, mm-hmm. we got a we got a little gang. We've got a little following. I like it. A little like gang. It. Of, yeah. And thank you to all you people. You you are the guys who like, you know, we we look and we go look. We got the same amount of views this week. They're all our friends. All all their gang is watching it. I love it. Bryn. Bryn. Dion. Dion. Yeah. Dion's but. got COVID. Get better, Dion. Has he? He got COVID. Yeah. Did it? Did he catch it from his mullet? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, no offense, Dion. No, we love you. Um, you've been listening to Television Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. This is the part where you guys turn off because there's no point to listen anymore because there's no more talk about horror. I'm going to skip straight to the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, and remember, guys, be kind. Rewind. Rewind.